time to go bring the pain to somebody else. Just show our frustration off of last game, uh, us not getting that win and us not playing as good the first half. So just coming off of that, just trying to get a win and, and bouncing back. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. We've got a lot to go here in this show, a lot to do. Will Brinson next hour from CBS Sports. Brendan Tobin, host of Tapped Out, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Saturday on the BetQL Network. Also mornings, 790 the ticket in Miami. Big UFC card this week, and Paul Charchian later on in the show um, with a lot to get into. But we'll start right now, this segment, with Thursday Night Football. The voice there of Justin Jefferson, the Vikings, uh, and no fault of Justin Jefferson. They lost the Lions last week. Jefferson, 192 yards. He lit up the uh, Lions secondary. Didn't matter. His team loses. So now, this feels like a must-win on both sides. I'm actually weirdly excited for this game. I, I know these teams are both flawed. We're not talking about great teams. No, no, there's no Super Bowl champion from this game tonight. But this has a lot. This has big implications tonight. Steelers six five and one, still alive in the AFC, and the Vikings. After what happened to them, Joe on on Sunday, this is must win. I mean, they're not for as bad as the Lions' loss was. Look at the NFC. If they won out or they finished strong, they have still have a chance to make the playoffs. You lose to the Lions and Steelers at home. Lions on the road, Steelers at home. Just it's over. Like they're done if they lose tonight. It's loser goes home, right? Tonight it's a lose. Yes. It's, it is. Yeah. It's the old WWF pink slip on a pole match. You're out. <laughs> Go home. Um, you have to leave. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see Vikings, you on SmackDown in another week. Yeah. That's right. SmackDown on Friday nights. You're not allowed on Raw anymore. The uh, Vikings are favored by three points tonight. The total is at 43 and a half. Let's, let's dive into this one. What's your first thought on, on, the, on the spread here? Oh, man. This game. I don't mind the matchup. I'm actually oddly intrigued by it for yeah. some of the reasons that you stated even though they're, they're two mediocre teams but welcome to the nfl in 2021 we don't have any great teams we have some horrible teams and these these two teams are both like in that middle blob like okay the vikings should be better than the record states but they aren't and the steelers they should probably be worse than the record is but they aren't uh, the Steelers have been great in all these tight one-score games, which makes me kind of lean to that side since they're since they're getting a field goal. But honestly, I've gone back and forth on this. Situationally, spot-wise, I think you should look at the Minnesota side because you have the Vikings coming off the divisional loss. But how are they going to respond to that with very little prep time? Have they completely moved on? And I think Mike Tomlin is still celebrating his win over the Baltimore Ravens, and he's yelling about <laughs> analytics at this point. I, I, I wonder, <laughs> after a tough matchup with a, a divisional game, how are they going to respond? We know Pittsburgh as an underdog traditionally. That's when you want them. That's when you want to bet on Mike Tomlin. 43-21-2 against the spread. An enormous sample size. So that is something uh, worth taking a look at. The Dalvin Cook news that we received this morning actually makes a lot of sense. Like we said, this is a loser-goes-home match. So if you have any shot of going, you've got to go. Everybody all in. It's funny. If this game was Sunday, um, maybe we would have had an announcement on Monday morning that Mike Zimmer's been fired. You're right. Yeah, Yeah, they could have had a full week. Without that, it's tough to do it on a short week. Aaron, what's your first thought on this game tonight? Well, I mean, so this is how I look at it. The Steelers tied the Lions. The Vikings just lost to the Lions. I mean, 
These are two. I expect the Vikings to be better, but for some reason they're underperforming. And I don't really trust the Steelers either. This is a tough one. A part of me is like, well, if, if I don't really like either either of these teams, maybe I do just take the underdog at this one. And I probably should have grabbed the Steelers at plus four um, because now it's three, right? So I don't know. Maybe yeah, I, I think Steelers. I think it was four like last week or just like for a quick moment. It's okay, it was most, quick. It's been three most of the week. And then with uh, Thielen out, Dalvin Cook possibly in. I don't know. What do you guys Maybe think about the just... difference between Cook and Madison? I, I honestly don't think it's that big of a deal. No, it, it doesn't coach. move. It doesn't move me one. Like I, my, my first thought on this game was Vikings minus a three. I, I think they're going to win tonight, but I, I don't feel like all right. It's a lock now because Dalvin Cook is back and Madison. It's not. Right. I don't think it's that much of a difference. That the total yeah. feels low to me. What, what am I missing here? I, I know the Steelers' defense is good, and T.J. Watt. Came back the Steelers' and defense and... actually isn't that good. I think they're 27th by DVOA. I just think we think the Steelers' defense should be good, but I don't think mm-hmm. they're that good this season. So yeah. why is the total what it is? I mean, this it's like, dropped. It's 43 and a half. Like, all right, let me rephrase it. The Steelers' defense has some playmakers, right? TJ Watt can, can, can wreck a game. You're right, Aaron. They haven't been great this year. And Minnesota's defense, I know it's, it's like we, we have fun on this show. Boo this man. Like the reason the Vikings are five and seven isn't because they're offensive Kirk Cousins this year. That's not that's not the truth. It's their defense. Their de- they can't stop people. Oh, oh. brother, this there it is. Stinks. For the most part. And I well know a played. lot of the metrics suggest that the Vikings have a good offense. But do they really well, they when, do. When, in, in, how do we define elite quarterbacks? What do you do in the biggest moments? Here's what I see in the biggest moments. That team falls apart, whether they're on offense or on defense. So between the 20s, in the first three quarters, yes, they have a very good offense. But in crunch time, in prime time, do we need to bring that up too? I mean, Kirk Cousins in prime time Uh has not been very good over the years. Um, Between the side and the total, I was thinking about the under. But where I've landed on this is this is going to be one of those strange Thursday night games where it's just a prop night for me. I prefer to look at some of the props because I'm so undecided, so torn on the side and the total. I do understand a little bit why the number's gone down, but at 43 and a half, I have no interest in in betting the under. And and the reason I get it is because you would think with little prep time, short week, uh, matchup-wise, Steelers love to run the football. Vikings can't stop the run. Right. I, I expect Pittsburgh to run the ball. Now we're hearing about Dalvin Cook returning. So you're going to have Cook and Madison maybe on the field. Either way, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, and you don't have Thielen out there, the big red zone option. So a lot of things would make you believe that this is going to be a run-heavy night. Not like Monday night, but more of a run-heavy night. Keep that clock churning, which could lead to an under. Yeah, I mean, look, I, Kirk Cousins is not a lead. That, that wasn't the point I was trying to make. And you're right. The offense does screw up sometimes, like this, the 49ers game, right? They couldn't get under the center, and they couldn't finish, and he was bad in the red zone. But, yeah, like, yeah. they are top seven yards per play on offense. They're bottom seven yards per play on defense. They're third best pass offense DVOA. Yeah, like, they they should be better than this. It, it's remarkable. You said it. That, like, they should have a better record. Steelers should be worse, which kind of makes you wonder about the spread here. Or let me throw this out, and then we'll get to some props, because I have a lot sure. I like in this game, too. Do you think the short week helps – the Vikings here. I mean, that was they lost the Lions, right? That's there's questions about the coach getting fired, the whole thing blowing up. 
I, I think it helps them that it's like they can't think about this. They got to play a game tonight. Flush right? the they, game. Flush it. Flush the on. game. They can't spend two days on it. They got to prepare for another game. If this game is Sunday, I wonder like that's all week they're being asked about this. All week Zimmer's annoyed. Like I do think it helps them that it's it's kind of just three days later we're playing another game. I think so. I think so. But I will say like the coaching we give the coaching advantage. I don't know about in-game decisions, but coaching advantage as far as prep time and Tomlin. big big time Pittsburgh. Yeah. Big time Pittsburgh. And I'm not sure that that Watt is going to repeat. Um, we keep talking about Thielen and Cook status. We should mention Darisau's out tonight too. The, ta- the tackle for Minnesota, which could be big for that uh, that Steelers front. Yeah, it could. All right, let's dive into some props here for this one. There's this anybody betting a cider total? I'm not. No. I like the Vikings minus three, but I, I'll I'll decide by lightning bets if I'm going to actually play okay. it or not. Gotcha. Uh, but it, I'm just nervous. The Vikings make me so nervous. <laughs> Like, well, how can I trust them. I feel like, didn't I put them in jail? I don't know if I could turn around this quickly and take the right. Well, they're not. They're tonight. not out on bail yet, so I don't think you can. It's a. It's a so, law. You, you got to wait at least a week. Yeah. Here's one angle to consider before we we move to the props. I believe mm-hmm. I saw this stat earlier this week. Of the the five teams that have played the most games, decided to pay eight points or less. Both of these teams are in that. This could be a tease spot. You could tease the Steelers up to nine. And I, I'd feel pretty good about that. You could, I don't yeah. know. We could figure out what you want to pair them with. How, you know, how many other T spots we we could talk through. But this Steelers up to nine feels like the right kind of tease tonight. Yeah, I could see that with a low total. Yeah, I I could see it. I could see. And plus, what do the Vikings do? They're going to go up by at least six or seven points. Of course. And then it's going to be a close game in the end. I mean, both of these teams have played in a ton of close games, so that would make a lot of sense. Get that uh, more than a score. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Some props tonight. Uh, one that stood out to me, uh, receiving wise. So, Aaron, you mentioned it, no Adam Thielen tonight. KJ Osborne has been a pretty interesting wide receiver this year for Minnesota. He's kind of come on as a, a third wide receiver, and now with Thielen out, he'll jump up to number two. His prop at Fanduel is at forty-four and a half yards. I would take that. I would take the over there. Um, it feels like he's going to be involved. And and look, if the Steelers can somehow slow down Jefferson, where else is is Cousins going to go with the football tonight. I mean, I like their tight end, but I don't think he's a guy that's going to have 60 yards in the game. Conklin for the for the Vikings. KJ Osborne over 44 and a half yards. I like that one. Is it possible to slow down Jefferson? That's what that's what I've been thinking. And and yeah. last week you knew where they were going, and you couldn't stop it with Jefferson. But I, I do have that's been the bait that I've had with the Vikings offensive props is. Do I just go with Jefferson? They're going to feed him. The receptions is at seven and a half. Or or do I go at a lower number to Osborne, the guy that's going to be the number two? I, th- I think that is the play. I'm sure some people are going back and forth. Is it going to be more Osborne, more D.D. Westbrook? I expect it to be uh, more of K.J. Osborne. Uh, he's going to be the two, and he had seven targets last week against Detroit. Let's see. He's had seven a number of times earlier in the season against Carolina, seven targets against Cleveland, seven targets, opened the season against uh, Cincinnati with nine targets. He had seven grabs. So we shouldn't be shocked if he's heavily involved. Yeah, it's interesting you brought up Jefferson. Can you slow him down? You look at his numbers. He's remarkably the same player he was last year. He's upticked in a couple areas, but it's the same thing. Like, 
15.9 yards reception last year, 15.5 this year. Last year, seven touchdowns in 14 games. This year, seven and 12. His is long is basically the same. Um, his catch percentage last year, Joe, was 70.4. This year, 69.6. Like, if they target him, you kind of know what you're getting every game. He's going to catch about 70% of his targets. He's going to have 15, you know, 16 yards of catch. He's he's a remarkable young wide receiver. He's last week you said it like they were they knew he was getting the ball. Mm-hmm. He's on 192 yards. You can't stop that guy. A lot of the Osborne props I don't see posted on any of the sites. I've been looking for the receptions and I don't see them. You can find the yards, right? But, um, I don't see the receptions. Kirk. Kirk- is averaging 279.4 yards per game. His prop is 254. So do we think they're going to run or pass more? Is it going to be more passing? I, think I was so. thinking more passing. More yeah, running from the Steelers, feeling. more passing from the Vikings. Yeah, That's what I, that's what I was thinking. Um, 33 and a half pass attempts. He's at, Cousins is averaging 37.2. And uh, I was also thinking you could look at the over one and a half passing touchdowns for our guy, Prime Tom Kirk. <laughs> I our like Twitch audience is, does not like Kirk, by the way. Nobody they're, likes they're Kirk. Trash that, that, is, that is accurate. Nobody likes Kirk Cousins, oh, like for a multitude of reasons. This guy stinks. Yeah, he does. He does. You know who's been red hot? The Steelers, even though their offense is pathetic. Deontay Johnson. Like, he has separated himself. He's shown that he is a clear-cut number one. I yep. I felt that last year. When you he had moved, a lot of drops, though, last year. He had a weird year last year. Drops. He he did. He did. But, man, look at these targets. 11, 14, 13, right. 13. The outlier was six against the Bears. Uh, 13, 13. They're just going to feed him. They, they might feed him more than the Vikings feed Jefferson or just as much. It, it feels like... Uh, and Deontay, you get a bit of a discount, like because everybody knows about Jefferson with Thielen out. Everybody's talking about him. The number's ninety and a half on Fanduel, but with Deontay, you get the number at seventy nine and a half. I mean, he's gone over that over the last uh, four weeks. Uh, so something I've gone back and forth: Do I want to stick with the Deontay props, or if you look at this matchup, Vikings terrible against the run. They love to feed Najee. He's dipped over the last few weeks. Could we see a? resurgence with uh, Najee Harris a little bit here. Uh, the rookie later on in the season. Uh, yeah, 18. the rush attempts is at 18 and a half. We've seen him go over 20 a number of times. I like that. One. I like that, too. I like – you like that? Get it? <laughs> yeah, we got it. It's, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I like Kirk. All right? Like, um, <laughs> one more quickly. I got, I got a touchdown for you. Touchdown score prop I do like tonight. Tyler Conklin, the tight end for the, the Vikings. Without Thielen – Someone else in the red zone could get a target. Uh, obviously, Jefferson could score in this game. But if I, I think Kirk Cousins could could throw the ball to Conklin in the red zone. He's tied with Hunter Henry and Mark Andrews with 14 red zone targets. They target him in the red zone. He's plus 220 on Fanduel to score a touchdown tonight. Tyler Conklin, touchdown scorer. I like. So that you one. guys, you guys with me? Props over side slash total. Yes, it is way. E- it, it just I feel better about it, right? Like. It, I'm not going to put money on Kirk Cousins tonight, although I might. But we'll get to that coming up. All right. We got to look at Survivor for this week, and we'll go, we'll go off the board. That is up next. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. 
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.